Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Wrestle Life Radio, WrestleMania week. First of all, we just want to say thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. We really appreciate it. Remember, as we always say at the end of the video, like, share the audio. Like, share, and subscribe. Tell your friends. We appreciate you. My name is Wrestle Life Matt Sin. I'm here with my little brother Micah and my cousin Kyle. And we're going to do a roundtable today about a potential WWE offseason. That's right. And Wrestle Life is on his birth certificate. I've seen it myself. Sure. Yeah, I've got it. I should I should show that. I need the long form. There's a joke in there somewhere, but I can't find it. So before before we actually get started, um, let's talk about the about how this conversation came about. So for those of you that follow wrestling, you know that an off season was a really deep discussion that was had by fans, probably not by anyone in WWE, about what, six months or so ago? And uh, basically all sports have it. And if you are a performer, even if you're not in sports, you, you pretty much are able to take time off. But there's really two reasons that wrestlers won't do that. One is because of that old style stigma. If you don't work hurt, you're not a real man kind of deal. They want you to, to be tough. And the other reason is because if you leave for any reason, whether you're hurt, or whether you just want to take some time off with your family, WWE just plugs someone else in. It's the way it works. It's a machine. So a lot of wrestlers, even if they're hurt, will work through it because they don't want to lose their spot on the card. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Ask Bret Hart. Yeah, awful idea. <laughs> so, and you know, there are a few exceptions. It's Roman Reigns very famously pulled out of WrestleMania about a week ago. Finn Balor took some extended time off before returning to NXT, so that's another recent example. But for the most part, they don't really get it. So, Micah, I'm going to let you start. Should wrestling have an offseason? I don't know the wrestling. I don't, I, don't, I don't think it would work. In a perfect world, maybe an offseason would be a good idea. I just don't think it would work. Number one, TV contracts wouldn't allow for it. Uh, number two, as long as there's two companies out there, AEW and WWE, it wouldn't work because if AEW takes you know four to eight weeks off, WWE's not. They're going to capitalize on that, uh, and the the vice versa as well. So I, I I don't think in our current world it would work. Um, it it's you have you have enough roster number one to to cycle in and out on both companies really. To where you could have a guy off of TV for two months. You could have a group off of TV for two months. You know They, they can cycle them in and out. Um, it's not like... I don't know. It's not like there's defined seasons. Like there would be in like basketball or baseball or football. There's not a goal they're really working towards. Um, I mean, look at like UFC. UFC doesn't have an off season, as far as I'm aware at least, right? They do no. not. Yeah, because they have different fighters, and there's always enough fighters to go around. I I don't think it's feasible, personally, but that's my opinion. Yeah, I I mean, I definitely think there could be one. It would have to take a company like WWE to kind of, uh, I mean, or AEW, because I mean, I guess we've seen that AEW is not afraid to do their own thing. Um, they've stopped. You know, at least they have their television show, but they've kind of stopped the time old. We have to have a pay-per-view every month. WWE still doing it. 
but uh, AEW took the you know what used to be a, um, a more old school formula uh, before the Monday Night War days of like we're just gonna have a big show every you know couple months or so. Like it's not a you know a thing we have to do every month. Like we just slowly build our story. So they're not afraid to do things differently. Uh, but I think it's totally possible, uh, and they could do it within um, a TV contract, I believe, because. I mean, there are shows like, uh, I mean, SNL, they, they only do about two, maybe three seasons a year. Um, and they take extended breaks throughout, um, between each one. And then they come back for, you know, for, you know, a 10 episode series, someone that, you know, 10 weeks straight. Now it doesn't have to be that sporadic for WWE, but I mean, even if it was just like two months in between or three months after WrestleMania season to kind of give people a break, like that's their Super Bowl. They, you know, play, you know, I guess people want to see the champion kind of afterwards, but I think there's ways that they could do, they could at least do it to where maybe they don't have Raw and SmackDown features as a big show right after WrestleMania, but they have, uh, you know, other things going on. I mean, they have a network that they can, you know, go into. And Mikey, you're right. They do have a giant roster but they could use that talent and feature them on, you know, some other kind of TV shows or maybe do like a special, you know, a special could, show in between. Could they there's, maybe there's have ways. like a, uh, like a, a training TV show, you know, something like an undercard maybe, um, like for the <laughs> next, the next generation, maybe possibly it's not yeah. a bad idea, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, especially, you know, opposed to what they're doing now, which is, I mean, it's to me, it's so overexposing everything because I mean, there's three hours on Monday, an hour, two hours on Wednesday, two hours on Friday, and then when they had these, I mean, we're coming up on WrestleMania, and they're looking at having what was it, eight hours plus, eight and a quarter hours, yes, yeah, over two days, like, too big for one night, Kyle, too big for <laughs> one night, just I don't know if I can handle. It. They've got, I'm pretty sure they have something like 16 matches booked right now. Yeah, like, it's It'll just insane. Yeah, uh, and I'm sure some of those will be short, and they'll some of them will be the pre-show. But still, it's just so much. They're just trying to. It made more sense when they had the network. They they're just you know they're trying to make content and all this. But I don't know. Like it's it's just too oversaturated. Whereas AEW has a good mix of they put small stuff out there like you know dark and being the elite is there for you if you want it. But other than that, they have a two hour show every week. And then every couple months they have a big show. And I think that's been more than enough. So, Yeah, that's a pretty good format for me because uh, WWE's main problem for me is too many pay-per-views. Uh, and second of all, the pay-per-views don't matter. They're not actually pay-per-views. They come with this network from subscription. Uh, I, don't, I don't see the benefit to having so many pay-per-views. You have the Saudi shows with Ruin Everything. Look at the current state of WWE and our Universal Champion for that. I don't know. I don't, I don't it's, like, it's so crazy because they, they want to appeal so badly to the casual fan They're, I mean, they know that they'll probably almost always have the base audience of wrestling fans that will go to WWE just cause it's WWE. They'll, they'll almost always have that base uh, to go back to, but they, it's like, they don't want to appeal to them as much. They they've always kind of wanted to appeal to the casual fan that, you know, is used to it. But the, the, with the amount of shows that they put on and all this content, like there's no way a casual fan can follow it. It's like, 
you know, playing a three hour television show every week and expecting somebody, I mean, if you missed it last week, you just tune in the next week and like you expect them to just keep doing that. Like, uh, I mean, even doing this show, I've struggled because I live at home with my girlfriend and like she gets tired of wrestling. She's not a wrestling fan. And I mean, she'll get burnt out on wrestling so quickly. And so it's, it's been hard for me to just sit down and watch the, you know, the show just WWE. And I haven't even been watching AEW, unfortunately, but. uh, I would get burnt out too, just watching WWE. Yeah. Especially when it's not (laughs) good. We're we're deviating a little bit. So let's, let's, steer back on course so Kyle since you you're the one that said you think it would be possible to have a wrestling off season tell me how that would happen how long it would be when you would have it I think like just in my head I think after Wrestlemania there could be a dip but it's also hard to say because that's when you know they tend to you know put the belt on somebody and so they have momentum so you don't want to kill that momentum so it, it is hard to say just because they have a machine that's going and it's hard to say, take this cog out and see if it works. Um, so, I mean, I get why they have, you know, been hesitant to do something like this, but as far as like a duration, I, I feel like it could easily be like a two to three month break. And just, I mean, that's not a very long time, honestly, for a show to take a break, especially if you're going to be running the rest of the 10 more months out of the year or, you know, nine more months. And like I said, there's easily a way that you could put other shows in there to take up that space and just feature other stars. And you might get people over doing that, but there's also ways to get other superstars over as well who are not like, because a lot of times they get, you get burned out on superstars just because they are featured all the time and you just get tired of it. They, they can't, they run out of stuff to do with them. So it's, it's another part of the problem. Um, but I, I feel like just two to three months out of the year, uh, I don't know when, maybe in the winter or the fall, they, they tend to slow down around that time before they ramp up to mania. So I don't know when exactly it could happen, but I think a two to three month break would be a good time. Is it my, is it my turn now? I yeah, just, I'm just talking. You know, I don't I have you, to say anything. I thought you're going to ask me a question now. I don't, I don't get a question. No answer. Answer <laughs> the same question. Well, I'm going to explain why Kyle's wrong. Okay, fine. So my my major cons with the idea of an off season: number one, loss of revenue. So right now, let me see. Fox is paying WWE like two hundred million dollars a year for fifty two shows, right? So, and I don't know how much they get paid for Raw. This is just I just got the Fox number here. So if you cut out two months of shows, that's like. 30-ish million dollars of revenue they would lose. That's that's a big problem. That's a lot. It's a lot of money. Uh, not only that, but a lot of storylines would lose momentum. They would lose relevancy because I'll be honest with you, like if I'm watching a show, like when I watch TV, I like to wait for the show to end and I want to binge it. I want to watch the entire TV show over the span of like two months and I want to know the whole story and I want to be engulfed in this story and I want it to be done. I don't want to wait two years for a crappy final season of Game of Thrones uh, just to be disappointed for the rest of my life. You know, I, I don't want that again. Never again. I wait for shows to get finished before I start watching them. But my main problem with doing that, not just because of Game of Thrones, that was a bit of a tangent. I hate Game of Thrones now. It used to be one of my favorite shows. It's the worst. <laughs> don't watch it. Uh, <clears throat> if, if, if I'm watching a show, like say Doctor Who, 
I like Doctor Who. British television has this thing to where they'll just take like two years off. Like Sherlock, for instance. They just take two years off. So by the time I'm getting back into it, I've watched this whole season. I'm like, man, I really like this show. I'm ready for the next season. If it's going to be three months, okay, maybe that's all right. But some of these shows take a year, six months. I may not even recognize when it comes back on TV. And not only that, I may find something else I'm more interested in until then. So if I'm watching WWE every week and it goes away for three months, maybe I've decided I like AEW. Maybe I've decided, hey, you know, maybe I'd rather watch UFC or or some other form of entertainment. Maybe it's just not as important to me now because I'm not developing all my time into it. So I think that's that's also a bad idea for that reason. And I think they lose a lot of fans. Um, there are systems I think would work. I think AEW structure is very good. Like Kyle said, you've got four pay-per-views a year. And each pay-per-view is kind of a reset for the storylines. That's great. That's a great way to do it. You don't have so much burnout. Um, <clears throat> you could say it would be a pro for creative reasons. They could have more time to, to, to help and reset creative. But we all know that's not how they would use it. I mean, this is, this is WWE we're talking about. They have teams of writers. They have enough writers to come up with good storylines. But it's held back by a certain man, in my opinion, <laughs> at least. See, that's a really interesting take because for our listeners, I'm not a big NFL fan, but I'm a big college football fan. And if there was a big college football game on Monday nights, I would watch that over Raw. I would. And I would so if they have off season, I could see myself watching the NFL and going, oh, this is a pretty good season or there's a big game. Maybe I'll watch that instead of Raw. I mean, I, I get it. I do. I mean, so, or just sorry, like... The office again. Right. For the 13th time. For the 13th time. I mean, it's more entertaining. Okay, Kyle. So if the WWE or AEW decided to do an off season, it's really more for WWE because of their hectic schedule. What would some positives be that came out of that? Uh, I think that you'd have healthier superstars. Uh, That's part of the, because part of the, issue is they're they're just nonstop on the road all the time. I think they've their house show schedule is still the same. I don't think they've backed off of of it that much, but it's definitely not as profitable profitable as it used to be. Um, So I don't know. We could see because AEW doesn't run any house shows uh, and they're still got their TV deal still going to be profitable. So, I mean, that's something WWE could possibly look at. I don't know if Vince will go for it, but it's a possibility. Uh, but I think their superstars would be healthier, happier. They'd have some time to, you know, to be with their family. Cause they're not home for like any major holidays. They're for every major holiday. They're on the road. It's nonstop. You live that life for, you know, a decade if you're successful and that's just what you do. And it's, it's like a carnival mentality that's just been going on since the territory days. And it's just an ever moving thing. And if you had a break in there, uh, you could heal from your injuries. So uh, you could just be mentally healthier. I think they would just be, it, as much as anything, it could be just a physical and mental uh, boost for your superstars. Also, I think it could uh, it could help your stories, or at least, like I said, a lot of characters, they just you know run them into the ground, and they just you know for a year straight, uh, like we've seen the Firefly Funhouse for 
I mean, it's not been a year yet, I don't believe, but, um, well, I know it hasn't been a year, but I mean, doing a year of the same character, it's going to be old. Like having a character, at least being able to take any, even if like the whole roster doesn't take time off, at least let, you know, some of your stars take some time off so they could either, you know, come up with some ideas for the character, come up with a new direction. Cause that's basically what happened with Bray Wyatt. He got injured. Uh, he, you know, he had some time off, took some time off, got married. He had a child and then he had some time away to kind of think about what he wanted to do, came up with his character. And for a while was like the best thing and biggest thing on WWE TV that, you know, got him pushed back into the main event. So, I mean, I think that's definitely another positive that could be there. Uh, so, I mean, I think there's definitely positives that would come out of, you know, some kind of off season, even if it's a short one. Samoa Joe would still find a way to get injured. <laughs> yeah, he would. He would, he would that, still. Yeah. He would still somehow miss WrestleMania. Uh, you know, <clears throat> you say that it would give him time to heal, but looking at wrestlers and and the way a lot, you, you definitely have the people that are there for the money, especially in the WWE. Um, they're just there to get a paycheck. And hey, more power to them if they can get a paycheck. Let them do it. But you've got people that love wrestling. You look at like John Moxley, uh, Rey Mysterio, even, and when they have off time. They go to Japan. They go to Mexico. You know, they're finding somewhere they can perform because they love to perform and they love the art. Sure, if they need time off for injuries, that's fine. But you still have people getting injured. They're not getting injured because they're working all the time. They're getting injured because it's, I guess, more of a chance that they work more often because if you're a wrestler, you're going to get injured. It's it's going to happen. And it's more likely the more you wrestle but I don't know if it's the frequency that they wrestle that causes the injuries. I think maybe wrestling with an injury would cause a worsening of injuries. But I think a lot of wrestlers you would find would, well, I guess with WWE, you can't really do indie work. You can't do uh, a lot of outside stuff. But I'm, I would assume you could still do like Mexico and Japan, right? I don't know how their contracts work. No, no, no. Some of the NXT guys that are still in the Performance Center can. And even some of the actual NXT guys are able to. But none of the main roster people are allowed to work it's, outside. It's of very selective. Yeah, that's why people like uh, Luke Harper, who is now Brody Lee in AEW, wanted out so bad. It wasn't the fact that he was being jobbed out; it was the fact that he wasn't able to wrestle at all, and he was able. He was just sitting at home. Yeah, he he actually had said on the interview he just wanted to wrestle, and he would have been fine with staying if they would have made him where he could wrestle, and he would have trusted they would have kept doing that. So. Yeah, people like that, I, I I don't think would like an off season, and I think that would be a detriment to uh, getting some people to sign some contracts. But, well, okay. and it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily be for the lower tier, and like I said, there's ways that I think you could still do like an off season from the major shows and give your stars a break, and then have some chance. I mean, maybe Luke Harper's not wrestling, but they take a break and do a like a sub show or like a King of the Ring tournament or something in between during your off season and be able to feature guys like this and they could, you know, come up with, you know, something there and maybe get over on that show. And then when you're ready to bring back the main show, that's a new character or a new tool that you can use. And I mean, there's, there's different ways to do it, but I, I think that could, you know, it could be a way around, you know, that negative. So speaking of negatives, let's talk more deeply about the negative. So Micah, as far as negatives go for having an off season, go a little bit deeper into that. I mean, I think the number one reason that Vince McMahon will never do it is the loss of revenue. It'll be a huge loss of revenue. Uh, I mean, I went over it earlier. Uh, we've got, I mean, yeah, losing fans. Not only that, 
I think the storylines would suffer. Um, if you've got, I don't know, like the thing going on with, say, they're not AJ. suffering already. Yeah, it's true. Uh, we're, we're the ones suffering, Kyle. We're the ones suffering. Yeah. Uh, like the story with AJ and Undertaker, or let's say Edge and Randy, would you really believe that, you know, I would assume they pace it, they'd have the blow-off match before the season ended, but let's say they didn't. Would you really believe, you know, Randy Orton and Edge are ready to kill each other, Randy Orton attacked Edge's wife, and they're just going to go away for three months, and they're going to be right back at each other, and nothing happened in those three months, and they still feel the same way. I don't know. I, th- I think that would be pretty bad from a story standpoint. And the momentum of the stories, I think it would really kill. What are so I've I've said most of my cons. I know you you seem like pro this idea, but do you have any other cons? Maybe Kyle. I mean, there's there's definitely a chance. I mean, I, I'm not completely disagreeing with your your uh, arguments and your negatives. I think it's possible that you could do that and it wouldn't work. Um, that you would have that type of uh, lag. You know, your fan base could drop off. I've just. I just think that if you put a, pro- a good product out there, people are going to come watch it. It's the whole the adage of, uh, you know, if you build it, they will come type thing. Like it's, it, I think if you put a quality product out there, people are going to come watch it. And like Matt said, he's a big fan of college football and they play a couple months out of the year. And I can tell you, I'm a huge college, college football fan every year around the summer. Like I'm just chomping at the bit for, college football to come back now that's it's obviously a little different because it's a competitive sport there's not like storylines involved necessarily like wwe but it's like any other tv show and uh or they want to be like any other tv show and just about every every other tv show like they just go through seasons they have a fall season or and they take a break in between and i'm not even saying it has to be that frequent of a break to where it would allow people to fall off but uh and obviously it could even be like an internal uh, off season to where you still run Ron SmackDown, but you let certain superstars to have an off season and, you know, take a break. And Mikey, you're talking about UFC having an off season. Uh, they don't have an off season, but their fights are so sporadic in between that it allows for the fighters to, because it's not the same fighters on every show. They have yeah. a fighter might only have three fights a year and that's an active fighter. Some fighters, you know, like uh, Conor McGregor, not the big superstars, might only fight once or twice, you know, every couple of years or something like that. Yeah, they are so, actually trying to kill each other, though. Right. That's but, fair, yeah. Yeah, but but it's just like an example of, uh, I mean, if Conor McGregor comes back, you know, whenever the, you know we get back to normal or whatever, he's going to be just as big of a star then as he was. Um, so I don't necessarily believe that you – are going to lose so many people just by taking a small break and that they're just going to move on to something else. Now, if it's bad wrestling, you know, probably they they might forget about it, but if it's good and you're putting out a good product, they'll come back to it. Um, So I'm not necessarily disagreeing with your negatives. I think those could be negatives that, you know, and and like I said, you, you wouldn't even necessarily have to lose the revenue because if you have a TV deal and they, and you negotiate the contract, you know, for this type of thing, you know, it could be an understanding that Fox is going to get, you know, a month or two months or, you know, three months. They're going to get a sub show in between while we have this off season or something. So I think it's doable. Uh, there's obviously negatives that could come with it. But, um, yeah. I, I if, don't they, think if they did an off season, would they just do reruns or would they just not be on TV for those slots? Because not only if that's the case, then you're going to have these 
what, two to three months we're talking in off season that the network has to plan something else to put in there. And let's say it gains momentum. That's going to be an issue. I guess they can move it to a different night, but uh, I would think it'd be very poor if they, I would think they would run reruns, which honestly, the way things are going right now, after WrestleMania, we may have some reruns. They've only got it filmed up to what, the week after Mania? Right. And the way things are looking, I don't know if they're getting everybody to Orlando to keep recording. Um, I'm oh, sure not. I'm sure they'll come up with something, but I think if they did an offseason, the best thing to do would be like maybe four weeks and then run like a best of for the last year. Or maybe uh, the older pay-per-views that are now people may have missed because they didn't pay for them. Maybe air those because you should only have four or five pay-per-views a year. Uh, maybe something like that. Or maybe even run some best of like old Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression, shows that people loved. You know, uh, you could like you that. could do this, and I'm kind of getting into a later question, but if you're going to have four weeks, you could do it like the NFL, and like one week could be a draft, or even do drafts over two weeks because you have the, the people to do it. Maybe you can have something on a third week that maybe is similar to a BTE, where they do interviews with people, they talk about where they were drafted to, about, you know, the opportunities they're going to have at their new show. And the fourth week can be, you know, gearing up for it. So you see, you know, people training at home. You have, you know, maybe your champion cutting a promo, stating where they are. I don't know. It just seems to be, if it's only four weeks, that would be an easy way to do it. Yeah. And they could do stuff like, I don't know why they, right now, especially when they're they're redoing all these matches, I don't know why they don't air things like Stone Cold's Broken Skull Sessions. They're so good. Yeah, They're it's really so enjoyable as a wrestling. Let's say fan. stuff like that for the network most of the time. Yeah. yeah, but like right now, they're re-airing old matches nobody cares about. I don't care about rerun matches generally. And recently old too. Like, show me something from the nineties. Give yeah. me Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart. Absolutely, give, yeah. One of my me, yeah, yeah. Give me Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. I don't care about something that I just saw three months ago. Brock Lesnar versus Kurt Angle in an Iron Man match. It's an hour yeah. worth of wrestling, and yeah. it's great. Yeah, and uh, Matt, I, I was actually thinking of that same idea that you were talking about of having the draft. I mean, there's so many things you could do that aren't uh, straight wrestling. I mean, like I said, you could have like a, you know, like they had the 205, uh, like the Cruiserweight Classic you yeah. know, tournament that, you know, they featured for a while. They had the the uh, the women's tournament tournament. Uh, uh, that they had, you know, on the network that they, they, they could do stuff like that in between. And then you could feature vignettes or have like, you know, a women's wrestling match, uh, you know, on a, a tournament, they're featuring like new wrestling, you know, women's wrestling talent and have like Charlotte or somebody come out there and scout the new talent or have them Becky Lynch come out and sit ringside or do like a interview with somebody. Like there's ways to interject your talent in there to keep them fresh but not necessarily have them working for the this you know during this off season, and they yeah. could market it. I mean, they love to market things and brand things. They could just talk about you know every, on every show that they do, whatever they end up doing. That they just make it a point. This is the off season. You know, we're having a draft here. Uh, they they just do vignettes throughout, showing what the superstars are doing during their off season, like if they're training or doing stuff like. That. I mean, there's so many things that they could do that would be a change of pace of what they're doing on Raw every week, which is just having pointless matches basically. And I mean, you, you brought up Randy Orton and edge about, you know, possibly the story suffering. And 
I mean, Edge has been gone for, you know, like a decade. <laughs> and yeah. he comes back at the Rumble. I mean, and him and Orton have a history together. So it immediately pits him, you know, it immediately pit him together. And then he went away for even longer, or not even longer. He went away for another period of time, uh, you know, after he, he got attacked from Orton and was out for like three weeks before he actually came back. And it's yeah. the hottest storyline heading into Mania. So them, you know, taking a break or not being there for it, it doesn't convince me that it would hurt the story. Obviously, if there's like three months of a break and there's no stories or you don't do anything at all, I think that's a huge negative. You got to do something, but there's ways to do it to where you can give these guys time off and, you know, make it healthy for everybody and still do it. But yeah, you're winning me over on this idea of like a, a month long off season, maybe. And then yeah. have like a reset. That would be that would be kind of cool because like when SmackDown had their new season thing they were doing with uh with Fox, that could have been handled much better. Oh but yeah, it, I mean it was handled terribly. But to me, as somebody getting back into wrestling, it was really interesting. Something hey they're re- they're starting over right. They should have been starting over. They didn't, but they're starting over. They got a new draft and everything. That would have been a really interesting time to jump on because a lot of times wrestling can seem overwhelming to get into. So if you have a new season starting, say, after WrestleMania, where you have four weeks of, hey, this is what's happened, all right, this is the draft, this is going to be on our shows, and uh, this is what we have to look forward to. If they did that on a couple shows and maybe did some undercard battle royales or something, that'd be kind of cool, but not actually pushing forward their champions and their main stories, just giving those guys some time off, maybe do it in December, guys won't be home for Christmas and stuff like that, that would be that would be okay. I mean, and also like around Christmas, people are expecting bad ratings because these shows are going to have worse ratings. Uh, that, that'd be an issue. But yeah, I like this idea better of a shorter off season, maybe a month and uh, not being off of television, but instead devote your time into something else. I think that would be pretty cool. And also if there's ever a time to try it out the, the, the month after Ra- mania, I mean, they may have to. Well, and yeah. I was going to say, I mean, guys, what is I think everybody would agree. What is the most exciting raw or show at the, you know, every year, what's, what's the, the most raw exciting one Mania, every year. And why raw. is that? Because it's, it's after mania. It's after the big show, people see it as a finale and then they see the next raw after as like, okay, what's new, what's coming now, who's going to debut, who's, you know, what's, what's going to be the result of this. But it's almost like a, season premiere every year. That's, that's kind of why they, they do things fresh. They, they bring new people in. They could do the same thing with a return show after this, you know, if, if it's a month or two months, I think a month is too short, honestly, because I mean, a month will go by pretty quickly. I mean, it's already, we've been doing these, you know, show, I mean, granted they've been a show with no audience. So, I mean, I wouldn't do that for a month and expect people to be clamoring for wrestling to come, you know, back. I mean, they might, I guess, but, uh, you know, if but like I said, if you're doing a show in between like a King of the Ring or a Cruiserweight Classic or something in between that kept the fans around long enough to see this re-debut or the new season starting of WWE on Raw or SmackDown, I think it'd be a huge ratings boost for the show. It'd be refreshing. You could kick off new stories coming out of Mania or whatever big show you just got done with. And I think, like I said, the break would be, you know, welcomed by superstars who are on the road and don't get a break. It gives them a chance to recharge. So later in the year, they don't have to get hurt and take unwanted time off. So So let's talk about about another solution. And Micah already hinted at it. So I'm going to let you start kind of stealing my thunder here, Micah. 
What do you think? Because WWE's roster is bigger right now than it ever has been, ever. Because they're signing everyone under the sun, so AEW mostly, and even to a lesser extent, New Japan and Impact and Ring of Honor can't get them. They've signed everyone. So my idea is, why don't you cycle wrestlers in and out? Why don't you go, okay, Finn Balor, you've been going for nine months now. You have to take a month off. I'm sorry that you don't want to, but your body needs a break. You're taking a month off. And then, oh, look, Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. I don't know why I'm just saying NXT people. But Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, why don't you guys just take some time off and spend some time alone? You guys are married. Go home for a week. That's it. You've been wrestling for three three months nonstop. Take a single week off. Send us a 30-second video that we can play on NXT. And that'll keep your feuds up. You're good to go. It's, it's, there's so many ways to do it when there's eight bazillion people on this roster. So, Micah, do you think that maybe cycling people in and out is a good idea? Because personally, I think it's the best idea. I do think it's a good idea. And I also think it's a good idea while they have this time off, maybe go over some medical testing with them. I, mean, I know they right. do a lot of medical testing anyways, but do some. I mean, you know, CTE is still a thing. Um, it's not near as prevalent as before with the... Uh, unprotected chair shots and all that but uh make, make sure these guys are healthy and, and and do do well by them you don't want to take your top stars away during their big push or something like that but say you push seth rollins right you push seth rollins he becomes champion he loses it to the fiend perhaps a little later than he should have but he still loses it to the fiend take him off air for a month have yeah. him come back then have his gimmick change have him turn heel he doesn't need to come back the next week he just lost he just got destroyed. He just got supposedly injured by the fiend. Have him take a month off. You know, not only that, it's it's the. I think it would be a lot easier to do if they didn't have Raw and SmackDown as well. Right. Uh, I think a lot of their problem comes from they're spread a little thin. Now they're not spread thin. They have plenty of talent. I think creatively they're spread thin. Uh, they've got seven hours of television to do a week. Yeah, uh, that's a lot. It's a lot for anybody. And it's just a lot for anybody to do well. Um, I know NXT is kind of ran by it's ran by Triple H, so it's a different team and all that. But and you have Paul Heyman with Raw, and is it Bruce Pritchard with SmackDown? Right. Uh, is he still running that? So you've got creative leaders and all that, but still you've got an overarching story, and it's kind of hard to to handle. But I think that's probably the best way to handle it. Um, and and like Daniel Bryan, he's got. Uh, he's got a, a baby being born, and he's talked very well about WWE and how they're handling it. I think they're giving him like six weeks paid time off. Yep, so six weeks. That's awesome. That's, that's great. Uh, I think all of your, especially your top stars, should be treated like that. I mean, you, you definitely your young guys, just like in any business, your young guys are going to get less vacation days than the guys have been there forever. You have to earn it. I get that. But if you treat these guys well, like Daniel Bryan and uh, Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, your big guys – they're going to treat you well and they're going to stay on. They're going to stay healthy and they're going to continue making you money. So I think that's a, that's a good way not only to treat your employees, but I think that's a good way to make sure your business stays active, especially in a a sport like this. Yeah. And I think Matt, I think it would be, I mean, I tend to favor the taking a month or two off, but I did say earlier that I think it's just as easy to do a, uh, internal uh, off season to where you take a couple of your top guys, especially after mania season, if they 
Uh, say AJ Styles gets, you know, if he gets beat by The Undertaker and gets buried in the boneyard or whatever he does, if he were to take a month or two off after that, I don't think anybody would care. Or, I mean, they they would know he was gone, but they, you know, they would understand. They'd be like, okay, he's he's recovering from this. And, I mean, what about, you know, obviously it, it's not the exact same situation, but someone like, you know, Edge or Matt Hardy, I would say I'm not advocating for them to take this much time off during a story, but they did get attacked viciously by Randy Orton. Sell the injury. Let them take a month off. And, you know, until they come back. And I mean, they have all these, you know, devastating injuries, supposedly. And they're taken to a medical facility, but then they're back the next week. And it doesn't make any sense. So, it, I mean, I think it's totally possible that they could do an internal, uh, just have like a, you know, every season or so, every quarter, just have like a certain number of stars who have been, you know, working really hard, give them some time off, you know, let them take a break. And, you know, a couple of the uh, newer people or the lower card people who need some time off, grant it to them too. And, you know, cause they've got enough people that they could fill a show and feature new people while the other people are gone. Now the negative would be some of those people, especially if they're a lower card person, might not want it all because they're not getting TV time currently anyway. But uh, I mean, I from what I've heard, WWE's pretty good about letting people take time off when they need it. But most people just don't do it because they lose their spot. So uh, I think an internal um, and like a known off season to where, hey, we're not going to write you off. This isn't us writing you off. We'll let you take a break. You know, have some recovery time, and when you come back, we'll have something for you, or you know, have some ideas so we can inject you back in. I think so. I think an internal off scene is totally possible, and I think it's you know, if you're not going to do a full month or two off and have like a branded off season, I think that's the you know the only other way that they could do it. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's a big deal. A lot right. of times. You know, it's exciting when people leave and when they come back and you're like, oh, it's AJ Styles. I haven't seen him for three months. That's give me a big deal. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So before we wrap up to either of you, because I know we already briefly talked about it or or actually in some ways talked about it in length. But do you guys have let's assume that an off season and wrestler time off are both off the table, right? They're not rotating people in and out. They are not having an off season. Is there another way that you can think of giving wrestlers a break? Mm. (sighs) Yeah. Quit doing house shows. (laughs) I mean, that's the main thing for me. They don't make money anymore. They're, they're almost losing money on house shows. They are losing money. They're, they're getting wrestlers injured in these shows. I don't if if a if a WWE house show is in Dothan, Alabama, which is where I live, I I don't even want to go. I don't I don't care, right? I've we've we went to a, Do- a Dothan house show when I was a child. It was cool. I was a child, but now I know it's like, hey, this isn't the real stuff. I want the real thing. I would rather drive to Atlanta to see a real WWE show. With all the talent, all the lights, all the pyro, then to pay ticket price for lesser product, essentially. Yeah, for essentially some dark matches. I mean, I was going to travel to New Orleans to see AEW in May, but if AEW did just a dark match thing in in Dothan, I wouldn't be nearly as excited about that as driving five hours to see the real thing. 
Right. So it's not it's not feasible for and they they are fading it out. They're doing less and less. Uh, I don't know that they'll ever stop it, but yeah, I think uh, I think house shows are definitely where the cuts need to be made. Yeah, um, I know we've disagreed through most of the show, but I think we're both in total agreement here. Uh, I think having or taking off the house shows would probably be the best route if they're just not going to do an off season because the AEW has proven that you don't need it. They're profitable without it. They're, I mean, they've, you know, they've changed the model of how you can be successful and do things. And Hey, WWE changed their camera after watching a couple of weeks of dynamite and hearing that it was better. So right. what's to say they won't do the same by getting rid of their house shows. Uh, obviously Vince has done this forever. So, I mean, I could see that he 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 might think that you know his big stars like Roman Reigns need to get over in you know these smaller towns across the country to get him more popular. But like I said, AEW has shown that there's a formula that you can follow, and you don't have to do these house shows. You can get them over on TV. So I don't think it's you know necessary anymore. So yeah, I'm in total agreement with Micah. I think. You know, if you're going to do something, getting rid of house shows is probably the best way to go about it to give these guys a break off the road, especially. The only negative thing with that, and I hate to play devil's advocate because I think it's better for their bodies, but a lot of these guys get paid on a per match basis. And that's where guys like Luke Harper and No Way Jose and your Spike Dudley is just talking historically. That's the way they're getting paid. So I don't know. I'm, I'm all for it, too. But you got to rearrange the way you pay your guys because you can't just take away that much of their paycheck. Yeah, and honestly, none of this is going to happen until after Vince dies. <laughs> like it's just yeah, probably right. It's it's his company. He's going to do things how he wants to do. And but then his idiot kids will take over. <laughs> <laughs> and his doofus son-in-law. But uh, yeah. his doofus son-in-law. Yes, right. That's the words. But I mean, hey, Matt Hardy said he would have stayed if Triple H was probably in power because yeah. he knows that he would do things differently. And I think that's what the fans want there. You know, WWE has been the same for a long time. That's why people gravitate to NXT as much as they did when it, you know, started hitting off because it was different, but it was, you know, the same in some ways. So I don't know. There, I think change is good. Obviously what they're doing right now isn't completely ideal. If other people are doing other things and are still successful with it. Um, I do want to mention one thing to think about. Uh, it's not necessarily a, a successful model, but I mean, Lucha Underground, they were, I mean, if anybody was, if I could have seen WWE try to emulate anybody, it would have been what Lucha Underground was doing when they started because they were basically filming a TV show about wrestling. Like it was, they had, you know, a, they basically had, you know, three seasons, I think, um, or at least two, maybe not a third one. And they were very much a seasonal show. Obviously, when they're you know when they're in between seasons, the wrestlers would take a break, and it was very expensive to run. But they were also trying to get it off the ground in the process. Whereas do, WWE doing something like that would be a lot easier. I feel like I don't know if you could go to that extreme to literally just making it a straight TV show and having that many breaks. Because I think Micah, to your point, having that many breaks and you know, all that probably wouldn't be beneficial for the stories. But I mean. Lucha Underground, they were, I mean, they they had a small, like a following for a little while based on what they were doing. And I mean, it was just basically a TV show to where they had a season of episodes. They took a long break in between the second one. Of course, they had to get money before they did the second one. But once they got it, they 
had people come back and watch the second season and eventually people fell off because of the way it was being booked and, you know, superstars being, so, I mean, it's not the ideal model to show of how WWE can do it, but it's something that somebody did differently that I think, I mean, it probably could have been successful if things were done a little bit differently, but there's needless to say, there are tons of examples out there of how AEW is doing it, how Lucha Underground is doing it, of where you could give these guys a different schedule than what they're doing right now, which is the just 365 WWE schedule that's burning people out, getting people injured, and still not really drawing ratings. So there's different ways to do it. Yeah, I agree. Before we close the show out, Micah, is there anything else that you want to add? Not really. Um, I... And I've got things to add, but I'll, I'll mention in our uh, our review, weekly review. Okay. Or perhaps cool. our WrestleMania preview coming this okay. Friday. Sounds like a plan. Nope, not coming this Friday. When, when is it? Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Coming this Saturday yeah. morning. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We very much appreciate you. Um, you can follow us all at Wrestle Life Radio on Facebook and Instagram and at Wrestle Life Pod on Twitter. You can follow me at Wrestle Life Matt on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow Kyle at Kyle.Pauly on. What? <laughs> I throw you off. I was trying to mess you up. You totally did. Because <laughs> you've never done it that way before. I mean, We're like, we've done like 100 yeah. something episodes together. I got to do something different every once in a while. It didn't necessarily, th- it, well, it, it threw me <laughs> off, but I was like, yeah, he totally yeah. did that different. Yeah. So, so, yeah, follow me on Instagram whoa, whoa, at Kyle because I, I said the first half for you. You don't have to go back and do the second half. Follow me on TikTok <laughs> at Kyle <laughs> If you had a TikTok, I would watch it 100%. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate it. We hope you've enjoyed our week's worth of WrestleMania episodes. Uh, please leave us a comment. Let us know what your favorite one was. And then make sure you hang out for our WrestleMania preview very, very soon. Have a wonderful day, guys. Apparently apparently that's Saturday, yeah. by the way. Right. <laughs>